I love that space where you don't know. I love it. I love the question. It's so erotic and like beautiful and delicious. Ooh, and kind of like bizarre and weird. It kind of forces you to be in your body, even if it's anxious, shaky, nervous. There's just something so awakening about it, but we are afraid of it. I don't want us to be afraid of that. Hey, everybody. Thank you again for joining me on another episode of the Emotional Optimism Podcast. Your attention and energy means the world to me. So today I have the... Well, the incredible honor of interviewing Chris Ferreras, who is otherwise known as Icarus on Instagram. I've been following him for a while. His words, the sentiment, the emotion in his words absolutely blow me away and touch my very heart. He is an author, a poet. He calls himself an observant, but really, he's a sage. So get stuck in this. This is a really, really great interview. I'd love to know your thoughts after. And as always, thank you again for joining me. Have a great, great day. Thank you so much for being here on the Emotional Optimism Podcast. I've been waiting for this moment uh, to tell you how just how profound your words are. And when I found you on Instagram, I was like, who is this mystic? Like who just, who speaks to the soul? Like you speak to the soul. And so thanks for responding and saying, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. Thank you for having me. I I really appreciate it. I've been really looking forward to this uh, conversation. And um, it's really, it really means a lot to me that you resonate with my words and with my work, it means a lot. I, I mean, you know, I kind of started writing a uh, really long time ago on Instagram and um, wasn't really expecting much more than kind of just like the act of showing up to the process um, and whatever came from that. So it's like to kind of be where I am now, um, you know, in this podcast with you, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, and having this conversation around something that I started kind of just blindly, maybe six years ago, um, is really amazing. So it's, it's, I'm really grateful that you resonate with what Thank I put you. out. Me and thousands of other people. Oh my God. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> well, like, like who, who, who are you? Like, how do you, how would you describe yourself in, 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 in someone says to you, Hey, Chris, we'll get into Icarus in a second, but Hey, Chris, like, what do you do? How do you spend your time? I spend a lot of time writing. Uh, I am, so I do, I'm pretty multifaceted. I do a lot of things. So I, I teach, um, remotely and, uh, I used to teach also in New York in a small school in Long Island city. Um, it's kind of like a little startup. Uh, private academy um, started it. Uh, one of my friends uh, started it, and I was working out there with him. Um, so I am a teacher. I think inherently, it's very much my calling to teach. Um, I'm I'm sort of uh, orbiting around landing in a field of teaching later. Um, but right now, I, I I made a sort of vow after I graduated uh, college um, to you know, learn what it is that I'll be teaching from and learn where I come from 
um, learn where I'm coming from and where my awareness comes from before I sort of occupy the space to teach. Um, you know, one thing that I, I've always valued my teachers. Um, I am very much a student, uh, not only a student of the game, <laughs> but a very much a student of life, um, student of the craft. Um, so in so many, in many ways, I, I would say if I could introduce myself, I'd say I'm a student of life. Um, and just sort of trying to find my way. The words really help in doing that. The words are constantly teaching me um, how to move and how to think. Um, I just listen to them, huh. you know, and that's why I spend a lot of time with my writing process. I'm an artist. Um, I create daily. I'm sure you see. Uh, I don't stop. <laughs> it doesn't oh. stop. Um, I love it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's part of the fun is uh, kind of giving yourself the challenge to enter the stream and let the stream take you and just keep showing up, keep showing up to the wave, you know, yeah. and that's kind of kind of where I'm at with it, you know. I love it. It reminds me of one of um, uh, just a very simple line from Pearl Jam from um, uh, mm -hmm. from the song release. And mm -hmm. it just goes, I'll ride the wave where it takes me. And the way yeah. he does it is so expansive and beautiful. Like mm. you just said, like, I'll keep riding the wave. Yeah. Beautiful. Pearl Jam's so, where it's at. Pearl Jam's right? great. Right? Great yeah. Seriously soulful. Um, so have you, so let's talk about writing, like the, the craft. Is it something mm. you found as a younger, a younger kid, or is it something you, you started to journal? How did the words come to you and then come out? Uh, I think, well, I would say anything with line work on the page has always been my first love. Um, it, what came through me first was drawing. So I could say that drawing was very much like a first love for me. Um, I, I've been drawing for as long as literally I can remember. Um, I, I'm, you know, when one of your questions, you asked like, who am I at five? And I was like, <laughs> I'm definitely, definitely the kid in the back of class drawing. <laughs> in uh and uh talking <laughs> talking to literally like put me in a seat with the quietest kid in class and i was gonna have that kid telling me his life like that's just how and in it was like anybody i was like constantly being moved around the class because i was always so chatty um <laughs> and so it was definitely like the words just in so many ways like wanted to come out um and i think that words and writing um caught that and it caught that kind of urge to express what's there. Um, I think I managed to successfully redirect it and not annoy my teachers anymore after I started writing because I got to just like, you know, sketch in my journal in class and, you know, draw and write in my journal and things like that. But writing definitely came to me um, at a really early age. And I, uh, I like vaguely remember to this, um, moment where a teacher asked a question in one of my classes and uh i wrote an awful lot <laughs> like way too much and some kid was like yo he wrote mad much <laughs> i'm like yeah i did <laughs> you <laughs> wrote <laughs> mad <laughs> much <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh so oh, it's yeah. just it's been with you like uh would you say a passenger like a friend like you're just spirit you know just i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hippie yeah. surfer kid so I talk I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, yeah. if anything, I'm, I'm being spirited by it, whatever it is, 
is like its own it's its own wow. thing and yeah it's kind of like it, and it's and it's pretty wild i mean um I, I think we we speak the same language in the sense that you speak to you also understand the way essence works um i i mean especially as a chief heart officer or you know you have to speak to the heart and the heart whatever that is wherever that resides whether that's something inside of you or whether that's like out there or both you know it's something that has a gravity of its own and if you don't listen to the heart wherever that is however it really makes things weird for you yeah. like it makes things weird for your body it makes things weird for the your interactions um you're you're I feel like our bodies are a shadow of whatever light the heart lives in mm. and we have to follow it. We have to follow suit. Everything we do is kind of in service to that. And so I think in many ways, I'm kind of along for the ride here. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to be the conduit for it and try to be the channel for it. Um, it's, it can be challenging because obviously we live a material life. I'm, I'm a person. I have relationships I have to take care of and people to love and all of those things. And it can be very like, you know, you're in, you're so in your craft or so in your world that you can forget yeah. these sorts of things. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a, it's an interesting dance. <laughs> yeah, very, totally. But I love what yeah. you said, like you're along, you're along for the ride and mm -hmm. which just, which just, says a how alive and how aware you are but how alive the words are yes like yeah and yeah. obviously you have a phenomenal relationship with where with whatever wherever these words are coming from you've you've made your peace with them and can figure them out day in day out it's just a i mean as the receiver of your words and all of the other people that are on your uh certainly have read, read the book or on your on instagram on the site mm -hmm. um we're all i just think we're there because they're soothing us in some way shape mm -hmm. or form or speaking to mm -hmm. us or saying like yeah that's exactly how i feel and i just didn't have the words for it mm -hmm. and yeah. i really appreciate that yeah it's 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 true it's true yeah, and um you, you said yeah thank you you said something that was really um really spot on which is as a chief heart officer my job my role my craft mm -hmm. is to create a space for us mm -hmm. and in this space whether or not it's on zoom or in a room or we're having a coffee or you're on the phone this is a safe space and yeah. whatever happens i don't have to have the answers it's not about me I am, I'm not even creating the space. I am a passenger with that person on their journey, hopefully facilitating some kind of awakening, growth, uh, conversation, opportunity, but no matter what, creating connection. Yeah, yeah. And you do it beautifully. I mean, look at just within the past, what, 17 minutes, um, you know, this space that, you know, you've initiated, you know has allowed for so much of kind of my own unconscious process to pour out into yeah. it and you know i think that you know that's really valuable and it's really special and i can honestly i i'm i'm really uh what's what's the word um 
coming to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I, I sort of, and maybe envy is not the right word, but I'm definitely jealous of the people who get to work with you <laughs> in your, in your workplace. Um, because honestly, I was, I was uh, learning a little bit about you. I, you know, looked into some of the things that, you know, not only on your social media and seeing some of your, you know, life and seeing behind the scenes, I listened to some podcasts and, uh, you know, I wanted to get to know you as well and, you know, hear out where you come from. And, you know, something that I really appreciate is how your heart led you to where you are Thank you. and how, how much of that is missing in our overall daily dynamics um, is kind of like how you said, like, you don't really have the answers, but you give your people space and give yourself space to be with non-answers. And I think that we have this I don't mean to, when I say we, I don't mean to sound so overarching, but I think that on a cultural, unconscious, like collective way, we do strive for answers because the unknown can be scary yeah. instead of kind of like sitting with the material at hand and saying, this concrete conclusion is not an answer. It's just a byproduct of a discovery. It's a finding, right? And it's not a destination you know the the words on the instagram are not biblical you I know see. the uh the the posts on the grid are not religious they're not religion or zeal something you have to devote yourself to and live by necessarily there's something that you can live by if they resonate you know there's something that if they answer something in you great if yeah. they don't great keep it moving Yes. And it's it's the kind of thing, but I think because we're such material kind of beings, and I totally get that because I am too, I, I fall for that too. I see things, you know, in an image and I project and I have my relationship with that image and all of that sort of stuff can jade or delude. And, you know, um, you kind of sit there with that kind of sense of like, oh, how did this happen? You know, how did this person get there? You know, how did that person come to that realization? Is it something they're doing behind the screen? You know, is it their teachings? Is it the philosophies they follow? You know, do I need to now? But it's kind of like, yeah, but you know, the, the numbers on the gram don't mean enlightenment. You know what I mean? And it doesn't like that's, you know what I'm saying? So it's- I do. It's, I uh, do. I, I, yeah, I really just try like something for me. And this is something that I really value about art interaction right now is like i love that space where you don't know i i love it i love the question i like it's so erotic and like beautiful and delicious and oh and kind of like bizarre and weird and it kind of forces you to be in your body even if it's in anxious shaky nervous sweaty kind of ways you're with yourself in that you know what yeah. i'm saying and there's just something so awakening about it but we are afraid of it you know and i don't want us to be afraid of that you know it's there's so much to learn there you know yeah. so yeah i mean preach man that was <laughs> that uh, you know one of the things you said was you know the numbers on the gram don't mean enlightenment and that is so true because mm -hmm. it doesn't uh, we in so many ways uh, we and now i'm talking universal we um mm -hmm. 
believe that the likes uh, validate who we are as a human being, a human being. That's someone that just liked a post that saw it for less than a millisecond. Yeah. Like, no, what validates you as a human being is that you got up today and you're exactly. breathing oxygen and you're standing or sitting, you're, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're breathing, you're, mm -hmm. you know, and, and whatever else comes your way, that the other, uh, everything else is, as far as I'm concerned, the, the windows, right? Yeah. How you want to go about your day, what you want to think, what you want to eat. But the fact that the validation is you got up to see another day. Exactly. Exactly. Your, your heart, man, your heart yeah. is like, we're going to do this, Chris, we're going to do yeah. this today again. Yeah. 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 And it returns. <laughs> I it know. returns, you know, it returns you to yourself. And, you know, there's something so beautiful about that that deserves to be honored in kind of this, you know, in, 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 in any way that you can honor it. Um, and in saying thank you in the morning to your own sort of ability to get up smoothly, you know, and like, you know, like um, in finding some warmth, you know, and feeling good in that. Yeah. And, you know, finding something to appreciate in your own reflection, whether that's in the mirror or in your own, like, solace, you know, yeah. through meditation or through writing or something yeah. like that. Jogging, whatever works. Jogging, yeah, yeah. Anything that, yeah, anything that really kind of taps into that concentration. You know, it's funny you mentioned um, the thing about, um, you know, the, the gift of being is the waking up daily, you know, that, that kind of that experience. There's this artist um, named An Kawara. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, but I'm going to send you some of his work. Okay, thank you. Um, he's a yeah Vietnamese artist. Uh, you would love you would love his vision and his ideas. Uh, I think he's I think he's uh, passed away now, but he's okay. um, but he's a fantastic artist whose whole thing was sending postcards um, and basically telling people on the receiving end the time in which he sent it uh, or the time in which he woke up that day and basically just saying, I'm alive, I'm here. Um, and his whole art is just that. And he had a whole series of uh, paintings where he would paint the date. Um, it like super beautifully, very like, you know, clean. It looks printed, but he would take his time and paint the date every single day for however many years as he could. And his whole series is just that. And wow. he said it was his, his way of making love to the day. And um, I, I live by that. Like, that's my same way of approaching anything that I try to attempt or anything that I spend time with is how am I going to make love to this thing, you know, with as much wholehearted attention as I can mm. for as long as the love can sustain me in this moment. Um, that's, so, and, that's juicy. Yeah. That's just, yeah, it's, yeah, so where yeah, I can't wait to see yeah. it. Yeah. Also, like the pre the presence of mm -hmm. writing down the date or spending time like writing November, like you're pre mm -hmm. if you're really present in it. It's like it's like a, a meditation in itself, I'm sure. Right. I have yeah. never done it. But like once I once upon a time in uh, one of the many schools I went to, I was on the 10 year plan to graduate college. I went to this mm -hmm. really incredible school called California Institute of Integral Studies. Really awesome. Nice. And that's where I learned what a walking meditation was. 
And in order mm. to do the walking meditation, they wanted us to walk and bite into an apple, like every step. Mm. So slow. Mm. So you can really appreciate the fullness and the juiciness and ripeness and flavor mm. of both the apple itself and you walking. Mm. Like the mm. juiciness, the deliciousness, the flavor of you walking on this earth. Mm. That's, yeah, that's that's delicious just to think about. It's right? honestly just the yeah. 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 We gotta do that. We gotta we gotta do I got I gotta do that. I gotta do that tomorrow. Yeah, you, know, you gotta like, do it. Give it a, exactly. Get I know. I know. Yeah, tap back into that person. Shit. You know? Yeah. Um, question for you. Mm -hmm. The myth of Icarus is one that I know, like the back of my hand, we, we talked about it at the dinner table. I was just mm -hmm. with my mom at Thanksgiving. She brought it up. Where and why is your pen name? Can we say that? Your IG handle? Yeah. Icarus. Yeah. Like the meaning for you of, of this, uh, of the, the, the fallen mm -hmm. hubristic person. I think in in many ways it's uh, his name is my name. I mean, my name is my name is Chris, um, and I thought it's an interesting phonetic that if you say Icarus fast enough, I can hear my name in it. And I think I've always heard my name in his story, and not necessarily because um, he flew too close to the sun, but because he flew at all. <laughs> you know, I think that's. I think that we have a great sense of like the lesson in myths um, and how those lessons can sort of uh, convey meaning to like a, to you on a deep archetypal level. But I think sometimes we miss the like little details of the story, which is, I, I, I think there's something so profoundly interesting about this story of, you know, a kid caught in a tower with his father trying to figure out how to um, escape together and their relationship uh, where the father has this kind of bizarre and curious uh, kind of curse and gift of genius where everything he touches, he makes something wonderful from it. But on the same token, it also leads to ruin. Almost everything that Daedalus created led to his, some form of misfortune for him. Mm -hmm. And there's something really fascinating about that from a, like him as a character perspective, but also from like a, this is a story about a father and a son, you know? And then there's the element of the son and Icarus and the son and Icarus. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. him sort of feeling that vigor of uh, the sky and not listening to his father. And for a moment there, feeling as alive as he was ever going to feel. I mean, like, fine, if he didn't make it, he flew. You know what I mean? Like, he, he felt it. He did. Yeah, he did. like, yo, he, he was up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's kind of like, like, it's kind of, it's it's this interesting dichotomy especially for me i mean as a you know i was i was raised by a single mom and you know i have a uh, kind of tumultuous and 
turbulent relationship with my father. Um, the metaphor is very much a way for me, or the metaphor came to me at a time where I really needed to understand that dynamic in order to move forward mm. with my own man, manhood and masculinity and whatever else. And it was interesting right at the end of, I've had the handle for a while, um, but uh, right at the end of college, I was like, you know, it felt like I graduated. I had all these ideas of myself. Um, I had this audacious sort of drive to just write. Um, the voice really woke up with me uh, at the end of my college year. Um, I want to say that was 2015 was when it really like, I mean, it was like a fire and it, I couldn't, I couldn't stop it. And I just had to, I had to write. I had to. And I started sharing my writing then on Instagram. But at the time, I was like, I'm going to do this, you know? And I asked myself, like, I baked, I like specifically remember sitting in my chair, you know, my kind of like swivel chair, whatever. And I was like, we're going to do, are we going to do this? And like, I felt myself sort of turn in the direction of, yeah, we're going to turn, we're going to do this. And then a bunch of weird stuff started coming up, you know, um, a lot of unconscious things that needed to be observed and uh, dealt with my relationships, uh, my friendships, my relationship with my father, you know, my, the dynamics that I was living in needed to sort of, there were a lot of unconscious things that needed to be made conscious. And, you know, writing really helped me do that. And at the time, the metaphor of Icarus, was the best metaphor to help me make that kind of story I was telling myself come to the surface so that I could see what it is and ideally let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't want to be defined by that metaphor by the time I finished that book because so much of that metaphor was, although it helped me get to the center of the truth, it helped me get to the sun. I didn't want to live in that light. You know, I wanted another, mm -hmm. another light. I wanted something else. And so, so much of it was finding the right metaphor for me to help me leave it. Yeah. You know, that's so more purely. I, I just want to like, thank you for breaking that down because you're right. Like well, first and foremost, context is everything. And we yeah. all, we all have, just like we have a birthright to be here and to take up space and to everything else that we know we have a birthright for, to, have, to be free. Mm -hmm. We have a birthright to create, carry, or let go of the stories that we need to or want to. And I, yeah. I love the way that you took the literal, first of all, you took the little Icarus, it's Chris, which I just think is awesome. <laughs> but Thank then, you. like, yeah, like the way you just talked about this guy, this kid, he flew. He had it inside of him. He had that burning desire that I am going to take flight. And who mm -hmm. doesn't, who hasn't in this world had that? No matter where mm -hmm. you are, I hope, I hope, I hope and pray that everyone at least has that once in their life. And I, I come from mm. an entitled place of saying that I recognize, uh, but whatever that feels like, if you're, if you're a runner, um, by the way, I've mentioned running twice and I don't run at all, but like what that must feel like to say, 
Mm. Like when you said, you're like, I turned to the words and I'm like, yeah, you're going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to do this. That vigor, that vigor, that, that, uh, you just knew it was right. Like that passion. Yeah. I love yeah. the way you broke that down. Deep. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. that's interesting. You mentioned, you mentioned running. Maybe that's a, uh, I find that if it's an unconscious sort of thing comes up like that, maybe uh, it's telling you something. <laughs> maybe. That is twice yeah. Oh my God. yeah it's nice yeah it's in, i know it's interesting it's interesting well maybe 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 you are <laughs> yeah yeah you're just a runner you're a one you're a runner waiting to happen yeah you or know? i'm a different kind of runner exactly. i'm a different, a different kind of runner. right exactly. the, the context yeah exactly. exactly so here's um i'm taking a left turn here for a second mm-hmm. where who are your influences alive uh no longer mm-hmm. alive in terms of i guess in influences period uh influential mm-hmm people with the word mm. i i learn a lot from okay so there's there's like a couple of levels here in the sense that there are my influences who are like my people like my dailies you know yeah. like the people i engage with and you know like i'm i really admire my peers and the writers that i write with um i think that we're all on a, such a really interesting and beautiful wave like i'm talking some of the writers today on Instagram that I think are really trailblazing through the culture. And I really want to speak to that because I think that we're kind of at a point in the writing culture right now where I see a convergence of two worlds where there's the sort of social media writer, quote unquote, uh, the sort of, you know, Instagram writer, quote unquote, and like the more traditional published writer who is now entering this space that has sort of already been cultivated and fostered by many of the writers that already existed on Instagram. And I think that that credit needs to go to the quote unquote Instagram writers who are valid writers, true writers, you know, show up to the craft every single day, deliver every single day. I'm talking some of the, you know, realist writers that I've read and, I really admire them. I learn from them daily. And some of those people include, you know, um, Young Pueblo, my homie, uh, Diego, great writer. I mean, we started at around the same time. And I mean, it's kind of, you get to see how something like that platform and when you tap into the frequency of uh, sort of, you know, cultural energy, it can really lead you somewhere. And, you know, I would say even... Honestly, Rupi Kaur was one of the writers yeah. who really gave me yeah. at the in 2015. I saw what she was doing. I was like, I can do that too. And it's much of because she believed in herself. You yeah. know, you give yeah. she gave she gave a lot of us permission to kind of do it. And I think you know, Najira Wahid, um, Ocean Wong, mm. uh, so many writers. Uh, Hala Alian, gorgeous writer, mm. um, and then. Uh, on to, like philosophers too. I mean, you know, some of my older, you know, my my dead influences, so to speak, um, but living through me is uh, Oscar Wilde. Mm. Um, I love Oscar Wilde. Um, his writing is incredible. I think yeah. like deep, deep down, all I want to do is like meet Oscar Wilde and like tap <laughs> into that and like just get, because homie was so clever, so yeah. good with words, like understood so much and i really love his his experience um i would say who else is pulling me right now mary oliver as well i've oh. been reading a lot of her work dang a lot of her work dang. Yeah, she's she's 
she's got bars, man. She's she's too good. Honestly, Dang. it's so simple with it. Uh, Jack Gilbert. I don't know if you've mm. ever read his no. work, but no. gorgeous work. Jack Gilbert is so good. So these are yeah, these are yeah. these are some of the people that uh that I pull from, but I really learn a lot from artists too, like the the uh artists that just passed. Um Virgil Abloh is one of my greatest influences. I mean, wow. he's uh what he did for fashion and what he did for the arts community, um, just as who he was and how he bridged so many different worlds together with his mediums. Um, fashion and kind of self-aware, ironic, um, you know, kind of explorations of like identity in that way, um, creating arts institutions. And that's, I aspire to do something like that, you know, yeah. it's, it's bridging and blurring the lines between a lot of what's considered, you know, writing or art or right. this or that, you know, I, I really like that middle area where things get weird you know um and you're kind of like i don't really know what i'm engaging with here but it works there's just you know it's also like um it's a you you referenced it when you when you talked about uh young and and um hala and there's this is a cultural change right here right here right yeah. now like well you said yeah. like i like it when things get weird you, i'm sure you said weird because we don't have another word for it right now yeah it's just like something's happening man something's yeah. happening and yeah the gram in so many ways with artists like yourself that are just saying how it is yeah. like the truth the truth the truth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh it's creating a cultural revolution and i really really deeply believe that it's that it is bringing us to a more tender place and a more awake awake place yeah um one of my one of my favorite thinkers and uh, psychologists, uh, Carl Jung. Mm. Um, he's, I mean, like the goat, honestly. Yeah, serious think, goat. Yeah, literally, literally, like it's, whew, what a career, what a life, what a story, everything about Carl Jung. Um, and he, you know, he really uh, opened my mind. Uh, and his teachings and his uh, writings really opened my mind to the idea of collective unconscious mm -hmm. and the way that at bottom. You know, the more you go into your unconscious, into your own, you know, deep, deep, deep awareness lies something sort of monolithic that connects all of us. And I imagine this like a river that we're all living by and that river that courses through you, the river courses through me, the river courses through your kids, through my sister, my brother, my family, through all of us. We're all living by that river and we've all got our own little fires by that river, but it's all the same fire and it's all the same river and we're all there under the same sun and we're going to be doing this forever, whether it's in this current body or in another or where it doesn't really make a difference. The difference is that we are here now and so much of what we have to do is usher what comes up from that river into conversation mm -hmm. and to use our terms in this current cycle that we're in and use those terms that are available to us um, and the tools that are available to us to engage with what wants to come up. And I think that that's kind of why we're going through this interesting cultural shift. It's because for a really long time, we didn't really have this ability 
at the palms of our hands, literally. Like we didn't have phones to get in touch with each other. We didn't have these sorts of things to connect us, which whatever, you know, say what you will about how it breeds this connection. I think sure. that it, yeah, sure. But it really breeds a lot. I mean, connection. I think it breeds a lot of connection. I think much of the feelings of disconnection is because we are so connected, literally. And we don't know how to handle it yet. We don't know how to how to figure out what this is yet, you know? And it's kind of like that, like you said, there is no word for the weirdness of it except the weird, but it's just, it's a human thing. You know, that's really what it is. We're kind of at a point at a zeitgeist of our, you know, awareness and coming together that we're trying to find a way to situate what this is in our human experience. And, uh, you know, many indigenous communities don't believe in the separation between mind and external experience. They believe that what occurs in the mind also occurs similarly to the way a, an external experience happens. And what's interesting is the way that even though you and I are not in the same physical space, you are happening for me right now. Mm-hmm. Very really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. we are so like this is so real. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what else is. It doesn't matter that you're not here because you are here. I'm here. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's and it's transcendental. And the the thing is, I don't think we've ever realized how I think we have realized it. I just don't think many mediums allow for that, except like books and things like that, like in art, you really get to see how transcendental the human experience really is. And we're just constantly trying to find a language for it. And, you know, art is a side effect of that. Writing is a side effect of that. Our creations and the things we make are a side effect of that, you know, is us trying to find a way to connect, you know? Yeah. I, I'm sitting here smiling because I'm like, yes, you, you, you so get it. Like this yeah. is intimate. Yeah. Sure. If, if yeah. I was sitting on your sofa, we went out to a coffee, that connection would be intimate too. But we're just staring yeah. at each other right now. I don't know yeah. what else is more intimate. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. I know it's, it's yeah. that's what we're doing. And I think there are people such as yourself now, because we all have phones, more people are enabling themselves to share their stories and share their truths, mm-hmm. which is awesome because for so long, I think as you you so said, like for so long, well, I'm going to say it, it was really, let's just call it the old guard that told all of us what to do, when to jump and how far to jump. And right. that'll, you know, we know, we know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. Yeah. 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 And yep. You know the bow broke, man, and uh, call it the pandemic, call it the call it the Gen X, Gen Z, sorry, call it whatever. It's just gotten to a place where, uh, you know, that song is like, "We're not gonna take it." Yeah, yeah, gonna take it. Of course, yeah. That uh, um, Alice Cooper, I think. Yeah, I, I don't even yeah. know. Um, yeah, that we have a person like you that is so full of life and willing to share your experience because it is your experience, which happens to be the experience of all of us on that riverbed too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the collective unconscious is that, and why I reached out to you because it's what you're saying speaks right here. Like talk about mm-hmm. intimacy. 
Like it's mm-hmm. speaking right here. Never knew you. You're male. I'm female. We come from very different mm-hmm. places. And yet here's this mm-hmm. guy and he's speaking right to me and to tons of other people. And it's like, oh yeah, this is weird. Something's yeah. happening here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Exactly. I love that. I love it. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to let you go. You've been amazing. I'd love to just continue jamming with you and, and, um, me sharing, too. Say when, this. if anything. Thank you. Yeah. Are you in yeah. New York? I'm currently in Toronto. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I really miss New York, but I am currently in Toronto. I've been here for the past year. I'm trying to make it official that I can live here. I'm here with my partner. We were separated okay. by the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so we managed to close that distance this year. It's wow. working out. Yeah. So, Good. you know, um, Hopefully, if I make my way, if, when, I, when I make my round back to New York, I would love to take you for coffee. It would be so work, tea, whatever you're into. Whatever, man, whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, um, and I'll just hit you up here. But I, I just honestly, from the bottom of my heart and from like everything, just thank you so much for being you and for sharing your spirit here. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, holding the space and initiating it. It really means a lot. I mean, we, we literally went zero to a hundred. That's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what else what is I'm there? What else is there, man? <laughs> exactly. What else is there? I know. There? I know. That's what I'm saying. But well, thank you again for having thank you. me. Yeah. Peace and blessings. Hey, everybody. If you want to start a podcast or you have a podcast that you want to get up and running, please, please reach out to my team at onairbrands.com. That's onairbrands.com. They're the best.